to the Remarkable Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Deidre Shen, founder and CEO of Capshow, software that helps entrepreneurs turn their stories into content that converts. Now, we believe that every entrepreneur who has had to overcome their own internal struggles is remarkable. And it is this exact remarkability that needs to be shared so that they can positively impact the world. So stick around to the end of the show. We will reveal how you can be our next guest in 20 or 25 minutes. So let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Remarkable Entrepreneur Podcast. I have an amazing, amazing guest for you today. This is Angela Ficken, the CEO and founder of Worry Too Well Balanced. Welcome, Angela. Thank you, Deirdre, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, we're going to have so much fun. Okay, because you have, I must say, one of the most fascinating journeys. I think that I've, uh, I had a, uh, like, it's, it's actually going to blow us away, I think. So I don't want to steal your thunder. Can you sort of maybe tell us a little bit about what you do now? So what is Worry to Well Balanced? And then and then we're going to go back to the very beginning, if that's okay. That is perfectly fine. Yes, it's been a journey as all entrepreneurs, I'm sure, um, have experienced, right? The path is rarely straightforward. But right now what I do is I have a full-time psychotherapy practice and I specialize in treating people with anxiety and stress disorders. So, so that ranges from I'm feeling a little anxious about a new job, I'm getting married, I just had a breakup. So kind of uh, life transitions to more higher octane anxiety, like obsessive compulsive disorder, um, treating eating disorders and using more skill-based strategies to really help people that are more have more of a severe stress anxiety disorder. But Worry to Well Balanced came because the strategies I used and teach in my practice, people were finding very helpful. But Boston, where I live, it's not that big of a city, but people were saying that it took them months or even years to find someone like me uh, that had the skill set used to treat um, these particular disorders in a productive, skillful way. Like they were coming out of therapy with strategies and skills. Uh, that they would have for a lifetime. And uh, I thought, okay, if I'm a hard find and literally you can walk Boston in a day, uh, who else is out there that could benefit from what I've been trained in? Um, These aren't just skills I've made up. These are research-based and research-backed strategies. And so that's when I started doing some writing. I have a blog, but then thinking about what about products. Like no matter where you are, if you don't have time for therapy, you're not sure about it. um, It's too much of a commitment, the finance part of it. um, What can I give you? So that's when I started to come up with written products that people could um, get and really learn what I teach and practice. So you don't have to come to Boston. You don't have to search for years or months. Um, It's kind of all in this um, worry, tell, well-balanced kind of community. Yes. Wow. So cool. Um, and so fascinating how you, I'm sure, have gone on this path, on this journey, because um, it's such a great thing that you're doing and, and what you pulled together, making this accessible worldwide, really. Um, so that is, yeah, super, super cool. Okay. So take us now, take us back to the beginning around what got you started on this path. So, um, Actually, therapy came into my life when I was a young kid. I was about 10. 
And I was really struggling with my parents' divorce. They had separated when I was 11 months old, got divorced when I was four. So by 10, I was quite used to their relationship um, being single, my mom being a single mom. Um, But my dad had started dating. My mom was dating. And I just felt out of control, right? Um, And alone. And my parents both being supportive and uh, supportive in in mental health, they always have been, they said, let's get Angie a therapist. (laughs) So I met with Dr. Thorbeck and I went to her house. She lived in a very beautiful house. She had an amazing, like very cozy office. And as this 10 year old to go into this space, that's gorgeous and smells nice and feels so safe and you can say anything you want and she will hold it and you're not going to get in trouble. Your parents are going to get mad at you. It just felt like, Oh, this feels so good. I want to do this when I grow up. And that's kind of when I got hooked and just knew I'm going to be a therapist when I grow up. And that's just was my one track mind. And thank goodness it ended up being a good fit. Um, (laughs) I didn't have to quite, you know, um, square peg in a round hole it, but, um, that's kind of where it began for me. Wow. Okay. So at 10, like I do, I envy people who just know what they want to do. And as you said, is actually a good fit because sometimes as kids, we're like, this would be great. But um, then we grow up and we realize that actually that wasn't so great. Um, so that that's amazing. Okay. So let's um, fast forward a little bit and take us to some of the start of this particular journey to into entrepreneurship. Um, and where were you at the time, at the, the moment that you made this decision to start to, I guess, work for yourself? I uh, was, it had, I think, been on my mind um, maybe for a year, but th- uh, in, when I was already in full-time private practice. So I had worked at McLean Hospital, which is here in Belmont, Massachusetts, Uh it's one of the kind of country's leading psychiatric hospitals. So I got trained there, was a social worker there for many years, worked at Harvard University as a primary therapist. And that kind of helped me transition full-time into a, my own private practice, which I eventually took the plunge, which was my dream to be Dr. Thorback, right? And so ta-da, here I am, hang up the shingle, I made it. Um, and it wasn't until I started to get this feedback from people where it was just like, they are feeling better, You, they can measure the progress. Um, I was able to kind of witness that. Uh, and I thought something I could do more here. I don't have to just hang up a shingle. Uh, and one of the skills that I very much have loved, even as a kid is writing. I was a big journaler. Um, I thought about at one brief moment, I wanted to be um, a sports journalist. That was a hot moment, but I just like, there's this writer in me. And I think that's when it started to kind of come up with how do I get word out here that one, you're not alone. There are, you don't have to sit with this and you can actually effectively change how you think and feel in a, in not a long period of time by using some strategies. So it was around 2013 when I realized, oh, I, I can do something that's not cookie cutter psychotherapist. I can really think outside the box, which kind of led to the entrepreneur 
in me that I didn't know I had. Yeah, that's so, so fascinating. Okay, so take us then on that journey because, I, I mean, as you said, you you had the entrepreneurship journey, which I think we all know means that it did not just, you know, take off like that. So what was that like? You know, where did you start and what were some of those struggles? And also when you made this decision, like were there was there actually even anything internally where you were like, am I like crazy for doing this or thinking that I can do this? Or, you know, were there any fears yourself that came up um, throughout this journey? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> um, even now, right? Like I, I don't, I still try to get a handle on some self-doubt or is this really going to work? Or what if this doesn't going to work? Or I don't know what I'm doing, right? It's just, even though I do know what I'm doing in terms of my work, but putting myself out there and that level of vulnerability is, um, you know, are people going to like what I'm like me? I like what I have to say. Is it going to be helpful? It's helpful in session. Is it going to translate? What if it doesn't? And so those doubts would uh, kind of be sitting with me and I would just kind of kick certain projects down the road. I'm like, I'm not so sure. I'll just kick that can down the road a little further. So things that I'm doing today took me years to feel kind of comfortable in, like I can do this. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, what's been most helpful is having a mantra. Uh, My mantra is if it makes me anxious, do it anyway. So the minute something happens now where I'm like, oh God, I don't know if I can do that. I'm like, well, now I've got to do it. Right. So, and I make sure I do it, (laughs) but that's really, that has been tremendously helpful for me, but it took me years to get to that mantra. Um, So, yeah. So can you talk us through some of those examples of things where um, maybe, as you said, you kind of like kick them down the road and then, and then what happened? Like just, yeah, maybe your first example of when that was happening and what was kind of going through your mind at that time. Well, so thinking about doing a webinar, for example, a live webinar um, Mm. or writing my course, right? This like dissertation and life work. Um, One of my, um, business partners was saying, you, I think you would do really well in writing a course. And to do that, we also want you to do a, a live webinar. I'm like, I don't really know a live webinar, a course, like that seems a lot of work. <laughs> it seems I've never done those things before. Technology, not my best friend. Let's just focus on social media. You know, it's just <laughs> the, uh, where else can I like funnel this in looking like I'm like doing some busy work, but maybe not really facing my fear. Right. And it took two years for me to circle back to, you know what I should, we should do. I should write a course. Um, but it was that progress. It was that kind of progress and prog- progression of emotional and kind of business growth yeah. that got me there. So it's, it's it. And what people see is the fi- finished product, um, But it really behind the scenes can be so much work, Um, not just in like producing it, but the kind of emotional growth to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And do you find that sometimes a little bit ironic that that's kind of your line of work? (laughs) Why, yes, dear, do I do? (laughs) That is very ironic. But here's the thing, like I practice what I preach. So it's I am very much humanistic in this. Like I, I slip, I go down the rabbit hole. Um, I definitely flounder, Mm. I get anxious and, um, I use the strategies that I teach every day 
to get out of it. And because I talk about strategies all day, it's I have, uh, thank goodness, easier access to being aware of what I'm doing. Yes. Um, and I will consciously make a choice of, yeah, I'm, I'm going to allow my fear to just not let me go there right now. I don't feel ready. And I'm acknowledging that versus, okay, I'm afraid. And you know, Angela, you've seen the show before, you know, how about you just do it anyway, right? Um, and that we learn by doing and that the more I learn how to do those things, they become less fearful, right? So, um, but definitely will sometimes fall on my own sword, um, but usually not for long. <laughs> <laughs> and can you can you talk us through if you remember the moment because um, I love your mantra and I have a similar one. It's not so much about being anxious, but you know um, I, I have one where it's like I'm just going to count to ten, and no matter what, once I hit ten, I'm doing whatever it is that I didn't want to do. Um, and so, but I'm sure that for you there was a particular moment where you had to snap yourself out of it and be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do from now on. Every time I feel this way, I'm going to tell myself, give myself this mantra and I'm going to do it anyway. What was that moment for you? Do you remember um, that moment for you? I certainly do. Yes. Um, there were life events uh, just slamming me. Um, and I thought it was that moment where I thought I, I have to, I really have to live my life um, and not allow fear to dictate my decision-making anymore. So it was uh, 2017 probably around this time, my therapist of 17 years suddenly passed away. Um, and she saw me from age 21 to 37, right? Like just huge, huge uh, mentor, just beautiful person in my life. Um, I, my husband and I were thinking about getting pregnant and I had to, we had to start the IVF process that was in my horizon. So, you know, there was a lot of marital stuff. My therapist had died. Um, and I wanted to take a trip to Scotland um, to see Ani DeFranco, who is a folk singer who got me through my 20s <laughs> along with my therapist. Um, and I thought, this is a beautiful moment. Like I want, I've never taken a solo trip before where I didn't have somebody meeting me at the other end. So I thought this is like an, oh, good, oh God moment, right? I will, I am terrified and I really want to do this. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to do it anyway. So there I was, you know, traveling to Scotland on my own to see Ani DeFranco and I did it. And I was just like, that was the best thing ever. And I felt my therapist with me um, and just being brave and what a journey that was. So that, that was my moment of kind of these really the, the loss of, you know, um, my therapist, the loss of potentially my single self and becoming a mom. Um, and all of that, you know, how loaded that can be. Uh, and that's when I was just like, okay, if it makes me anxious, I'm doing it anyway. And it was that moment on that I was just like, yep, we're going for it. So any time since 2017, I've doubted myself. I'm like, now, kid, you're going to have to do it. And it's really been very helpful for my career, for my personal growth. Um, so 
you know, I highly recommend if people don't have a mantra um, to find one because it can really hold your feet to the fire in a very helpful way. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I actually got goosebumps as you were <laughs> telling that story. So thank you for sharing that. Um, so our listeners, obviously, they believe in the power of storytelling because that's what creates a human connection. So can you talk us through some of the ways that you share some of these stories that you've just shared with me, uh, with my listeners, um, how do you share that in your own marketing? You know, you mentioned social media. Is it through social media? Is it through other ways? Uh, and do you do you share those stories with with your? Yeah, own I um, I do share on social media. So whether it's um, it's mostly Instagram. Sometimes I try to figure out TikTok again. Technology is <laughs> not my BFF, but um, I do it anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, I do try to share stories, whether it's themes from like sessions for the week, right? So if I hear the same type of theme of like, wow, everybody's going through some self-doubt this week, then I get on Instagram and hop on stories and talk about different ways to think about self-doubt and how to reframe it and certain strategies. But I also do a lot of writing. So every month I have a blog and I'll take a topic and write about it. Sometimes I do insert some personal examples, whether it is you know, something that happened between me and my daughter or, um, you know, some, another personal experience, but um, trying to share that it all of this can happen, happens to all of us, right? Um, and that there are ways to dig yourself out um, faster than you think. I love that. Okay. So uh, that kind of segues us into more of your marketing in terms of uh, what, main strategies have you been using to actually market your business, to actually grow your business? Pinterest has actually been incredibly helpful. Um, mm-hmm. When I love Pinterest for my own personal use, um, but that really has been one of the best, our best strategies for building uh, my brand, worried to all balanced and thinking about um, how to get more people into the worried to all balanced community, whether it's through my newsletters and doing um, or infographics and creating our, our own pins. Mm-hmm. But it's a really nice way to be creative um, and have who I am and my personality shine in a way that feels very me. Yes. Um, so Pinterest has been pretty much the the best strategy for us in terms of getting people to um, whether it's my homepage and my psychotherapy practice or through certain blog posts I want to highlight for the month or um, through Amazon uh, where, you know, through Pinterest has kind of been our jam. Mm. And do you, I'm assuming you're not the one on there creating the graphics and things like that. So you do have help with this. Oh, yes. I am not a one-person show. Um, I would not be here with you today if it wasn't for um, Kristen Marquette, who I now, she's essentially my business partner. Um, But without her, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be doing, you know, the, I have these ideas and don't know where to put them. And she swoops in and is just like, I've got you. Or she's the one that's like, you know what, we need to do this webinar and this, you need to write a course and, and she's there with me through all my anxieties. And, you know, eventually I'm like, Oh, remember you mentioned that two years ago? Well, now I'm ready. She's like, finally, like, let's go. <laughs> um, but she does, she wears like 500 caps for me. Um, so I'm very, very lucky that she is with me. Yes, absolutely. Um, 
Wow. Okay. So where do you see yourself investing for growth over the next year? I think for me, um, one is trying to finish a book, um, which will be kind of, I think, a nice transition and a nice piece in the kind of life work I want uh, and building the brand of getting more information out there and being able to share it with more of an, a broader audience. So I think that's that's our next kind of phase of the brand is creating this book um, and also thinking about different ways of sharing uh, all the work that I do and how to get it into as many kind of ears as possible. Um, mm -hmm. So whether that's um, thinking about um, doing something like a podcast or doing something more on, on being more present on social media in a different way um, of, of reaching a wider audience. But right now, uh, fingers crossed a book for the end of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be super exciting. Super yeah. cool. Okay. So this has been so helpful for everyone listening to this. If anyone is, is interested in seeing what you have to offer, where is the best place for them to go? I recommend that you go to worriedtowellbalanced.com. Uh, you can also find me easily on Instagram. And my Instagram is Progress Wellness. And um, you can certainly DM me there or email me through Worried to Well Balanced. And um, I'm an easy find. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Well, we will leave those in the show notes as well. Thank you so much, Angela, for joining us. It was such a pleasure to speak to you. Um, I already feel, I feel like I just had a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Talking. Me too, um, dear. dear. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This is so fun. <laughs> um, for everyone else listening, uh, please leave us a review, leave us a rating, share this with all your friends, follow us, and we will see you on the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Remarkable Entrepreneur Podcast. Now, if you are a successful online entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, then please visit go.theremarkableentrepreneurpodcast.com slash podcast dash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you please share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials and tag me. I'm at Deidre Shen. And if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media as well and let them know about the show. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. Now, we are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, reviews go a long, long way to help promote the show. And it means a lot to me and my team. And if you want to know more, go to our website, dedrishen.com. Follow me on LinkedIn, on Facebook. My Facebook group is actually called The Remarkable Entrepreneur. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Deidre Shen. Thanks so much for listening and we will see you next time.